Welcome to episode one of Superman Confidential, obviously a new podcast where I'm going to talk a lot about Superman, the Man of Steel. I'm Tom. I've done a little bit of podcasting before on the DC Drop, which I co-host with my buddy Zach, and I am still doing that podcast, but I also want to talk a lot about Superman. He is, he is my favorite fictional character of all time, and so this allows me to talk a little bit more about Superman specifically. On the DC Drop, I talk all things DC. But Superman's my favorite part of that, and so this allows me to do a little bit more with that. And there are a lot of Superman podcasts out there, and a lot of really good ones, and I'm not trying to replace any of them or do anything like that, but I always think there's room for another Superman podcast, and so that's why I'm doing it, and I, I want to talk about my character, my favorite character. So on this, I will obviously be talking a lot about Superman, as you might guess, that, that makes a lot of sense, and that's really going to focus on the core Superman, so Clark Kent. Lois Lane. I think those two are are both connected there, especially throughout the years. And they were introduced together all the way back in Action Comics number one in 1938. They're what I consider to be the core of Superman, but obviously the Daily Planet staff, characters from Smallville, all of that, and Krypton. That's all big parts of Superman, but I'm going to mainly focus on the Man of Steel and those closest to him. I'll also get into the Superman family, the extended family there, the Superboy, the Connor Kent, John Kent now, Supergirl, all of those, all of those other characters, characters like Steel and some of those other ones I'm going to be wanting to talk about. And I'll also get into, do, by doing that, I will talk about news. So whenever there's news, not, there hasn't been a lot lately, unfortunately, about Superman outside of the comic books, but I will get into that whenever there is news and also the history. I mean, there's some fantastic history for Superman, like I said, over 80 years now. A lot of history on movies, TV, and comics, and elsewhere, radio and things like that. And I want to get into all of that and, and talk about that fun stuff. And, and this will be my chance to do that. So now that that's all out of the way, I can basically get into the meat of the episode, the, the goods, what this will normally be. And normally I'd start with movie stuff if there was something going on. Unfortunately, there isn't really. Uh, no live-action Superman film is in development. The last time we saw Superman on the big screen was the Justice League more than a year ago. And unfortunately, there is nothing in development. And suffice suffice to say, being a Superman fan that I am, I think that's a big mistake. And uh, hopefully that will change soon. And that's something I want to dive into more down the line, but I don't want to dwell on that too much today in this first episode. But yeah, I think there should be a Superman film in development uh, with, I mean, it's the greatest character of all time. Obviously, I think so. But also the most well-known, uh, one of the most well-known characters of all time at a time when superheroes are more popular than ever this is the original one uh, i'd like to see him back on the big screen soon get a solo film it's been five and a half years since man of steel and before that seven years before was superman returns and then uh 19 years before that was superman for the quest for peace so not a great track record but in some of those um varying degrees of success obviously but you know this character is one great film away from from rising back to the top, I think. But I'll get into that more later. Um, there is Reign of the Superman coming out next month in January. I was a big fan of De The Death of Superman, the animated film. Really, really excellent film. I really loved it. Great uh, great use of Superman and an adaptation that followed the source material closely, but also did it in a way that fit in the, the DC animated movie universe that they've got going on there. So I'm excited to see Reign of the Superman. That's a part of the story that hasn't really been told, been adapted very well. I mean, seeing the Eradicator and Steel and Cyborg Superman and all of that 
it's something that hasn't been done very much. Those characters are the overlooked part, and even though many people consider it the stronger part of the Death and Return of Superman saga, it's been overlooked in terms of adaptations, even though we've seen Superman die quite a few times. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to see what they do with Reign of the Superman next month. But we do have a little bit of TV things to talk about, specifically Elseworlds. This is going to be the crossover this year. The CWW does these crossovers every year with Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. And this will be the first time that Superman is involved. So Tyler Hecklin's Superman has appeared four times on Supergirl, all in season two, the first two episodes of that season. And the last two episodes of that season, he was helping with the Daxamite invasion. And then he went off. And if you want to know this year, season four of Supergirl, if you're not caught up, he was briefly mentioned or in the background, a newspaper article where it was said that Superman is off world in Argo City visiting the Kryptonians there. Supergirl found or discovered Argo last year, and now it makes sense that that Clark Kent would go there. Uh, Superman would want to go there and and check it out. So he hasn't been seen since then, and presumably he's still there in story, but obviously he's going to be back on his Earth, Earth 38 anyway, for the crossover. How he will fit in is very interesting. Uh, For starters, there are you know, I think they've struggled with the crossovers. I've enjoyed all of them, uh, all the crossovers on the CW for for what they are. I really enjoy them. For some, as someone who watches all of those shows, it's nice to see what they do with those, and and I think they've improved in quality each year. But I wonder how they're going to fit in these characters. They they've struggled with Supergirl the first year. They they had to sideline her a little bit the first year she was in the crossover. So having Superman and Supergirl along with Flash and and the others. That's some real firepower that they have there, along with introducing Batwoman. So it's obviously going to be a pretty big fight, whatever they're taking on. And it looks like that is the case with with what little we've seen. It looks like there's a lot going on and there's some big threat that you can understand needing that. We're also going to be introduced to Lois Lane for the first time in this multiverse. Bitsy Tolik will be playing the character, not someone I know a ton about, but... I do really appreciate the enthusiasm she's had for the character. She, you know, when she was cast, she talked about being a Lois Lane fangirl and all that. Uh, I don't know how much, you know, how much of a big fan she is, how much she knows about the character, but I do like seeing her enthusiasm and everything. You know, you don't have to be a fan of the character to do a good job of portraying them, but it is a fun little thing for fans to also see that those, those actors are fans of the character. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the table that she... Lois Lane and Superman in this universe have been together for a long time. Uh, she knows that he's Superman. She knows all that. So I'm curious how they how they fit that into the story. She's going to be in two of the episodes. So yeah, I wonder how she's going to fit in, what she's going to have to do with the story, and, and why they decided to bring her in. Along with that, there was a poster that shows a little bit. You can see the Supergirl-specific portion of this big Elseworlds poster where there's the Monitor and Batwoman and Green Arrow and all of these characters. We see Supergirl front and center, obviously. It is her show. And then there is Lois Lane with some sort of um, MacGuffin of some kind, some sort of hammer, something, some sort of weapon, whatever it is. I'm sure we'll have that figured out. I'm not sure why she's got it. But then there's Tyler Hecklin's Superman standing behind her, hands on hips. And interestingly, there is the black-suited Superman uh, who has... We've seen a little bit of pictures of them, but that is Tyler Hecklin in a black Superman suit. So... How is that going to fit in? I don't know. Um, I know when people see the black suit of Superman, they think the death of Superman, which makes sense because that is the most well-known story for a black Superman suit, but that is hardly the only one. There's been dozens and dozens of 
black Superman suit. So uh, there's also speculation that maybe there's some crisis going on where this is Superman or Superboy Prime. I think that's a possibility. I think the most likely thing is that this is just some generic bad guy Superman and that he is evil. Either, you know, Superman has been rewritten to be evil or this is another version of Superman from another Earth that is evil or something in between. I think that's a definite possibility. But we've seen Superman wear dark clothing or black clothing and as a way to show he is evil on different Elseworlds or out of continuity stories or anything like that. Uh, I don't think it's Ultraman because he would probably have a U on his chest instead of an S. But yeah, I think this is some evil Superman. I don't think there's, I don't think any way that they're going to adapt the death of Superman into this or adapt Superman, Lois and Clark, which was another excellent story recently by Dan Jurgens where Superman was wearing a black suit, but I don't see any way that really fits in. I think it's just generic evil Superman. Uh, in terms of it being an evil Superman, it's not the most creative thing um, to see. Hey, Superman's here. Let's have him. Let's have an evil Superman to to have something big to fight. Uh, I don't think that's the most exciting thing, but it can be done well. If there is, you know, if we're getting our the quote unquote normal Superman uh, to balance that out, I think that's fine. If think if it was, if Superman was just brought in as an evil version, that would be more disappointing. But it is it is nice every once in a while as a Superman fan just to see Superman unleashed the just to show an evil version of Superman to see him take on groups of people, uh, large groups of people, just as a reminder of hey this is how powerful he is when he's fully unleashed. But I'm I'm, I'm very curious to see how they're going to fit Superman into the story. He hasn't met any of these characters besides Kara, presumably. Normally, you think uh, Superman would be people would be excited to meet Superman, but they. You know, I'd be normally I'd, you'd think Barry Allen meeting Superman, he would he would geek out and have fun. But um, they just know Superman as Supergirl's cousin. So I don't know that they're going to have that aura around Superman. You, you know, he's just another person they haven't met to them and on a different Earth. So they don't even have any idea what Superman is or means or anything like that, um, which which makes me wonder how he is going to be used. Um, I guess I have extra scrutiny uh, from a Superman perspective how he's going to be used because you would want Superman to be a natural leader with a group of heroes. He's the guy people look to naturally. He's this Superman in particular has been around for geez, 15 or 16 years being Superman. So he's an established hero. He has a lot of experience, so he would be a natural fit as a leader, but also he's a guest star. And as someone who watches Supergirl, Green Arrow and the Flash save, save the day on a weekly basis, it would feel weird along with Batwoman being introduced, if Superman took too much of of the spotlight. And I'm not expecting him to have the the biggest role or the most lines or anything like that, but I do hope they use him well, find a way to balance that, uh, having some having the, the respect for Superman, but also, you know, there's there's other heroes there and they need they need their due as well, especially the introduction of Batwoman. So I think that'll be a tricky juggling act, but like I've said, I've enjoyed all these crossovers in the past and and I think I'm really excited for this one because it looks like there's some crazy stuff going on, and and I'm I'm really excited to see how how that all comes to play. I won't go too much else into Elseworlds, but there's that trailer out there. There's been teasers. If you are not caught up on this this past week's episode of Supergirl, The Flash, and Arrow, this is a slight slight spoiler, but you need to know this going into Elseworlds anyway. There was that stinger where they showed the Monitor and John Wesley's ship as the Flash, just uh, with some destroyed heroes, lots and lots of heroes. Basically, whatever costumes the CW had in storage, that characters weren't going to be used. They basically had a, a 
a body double or whatever laying there apparently apparently dead um and some exciting some exciting teases but the the one that stood out for a lot of people was the green arrow costume from smallville looked very much like justin hartley's costume from the show i'm sure it was a version of that if not the exact thing uh, those costumes are pricey so they, they want to hang on to those and keep them in storage uh, a lot of speculation that this earth 90 is where smallville is i don't i don't think that's the case i hope that's not the case uh it, there's also Stargirl's costume from the Legends show and the Hawk people and the Ray and all that. And so it could potentially be heroes from all different Earths joining on Earth 90 for whatever to take on a threat. But I hope this is just uh, an Earth where John Wesley Ship's Flash lived. And in the future, all these other heroes came around, including ones that just happened to wear costumes similar to their doppelgangers from other Earths. That's what I hope this is. So I hope that's not Justin Hartley's small uh, Smallville Oliver Queen Green Arrow dead because I really like that character and I'd be disappointed to see him killed off off screen uh, and no chance for ever returning in any format. And that's how his story ends. I would be really disappointed like that. But I think it is a cool Easter egg if it's just another doppelganger. Um, and speaking of which, John Wesley Ship showing up is fantastic. A, because I liked his series back in that 1990 series is, is a lot of fun for its time. And he is so fantastic in the role. I'm glad to see him back as Barry Allen doing such a great job in that costume. It looks great, and I I'm, I'm, think that's really cool. And it also opens up the possibilities from, our, from a Superman perspective. There's been a lot of Superman TV series in the last uh, 30 years or so, and a lot of those main actors are still around and could potentially do something similar uh, to what John Wesley Shipp is doing here, showing back up as their character especially with the teases towards Crisis on Infinite Earths that The Flash has done since their pilot, I think that is a realistic thing down the line. I, I mean, maybe this is just a one-off thing where they're bringing back John Wesley Ship as that Barry Allen, but if it opens up the world to potential other DC TV shows being brought into this multiverse and being part of future crossovers or future episodes or Crisis on Infinite Earths down the line, that's really exciting. Uh, if you think back to Superboy, John Hames Newton, or Gerard Christopher, Gerard Christopher is still in really good shape. Last time I, I saw a picture of him, and I mean, think of him, his Superboy, what is he doing? Is he super, Superman now? Is he still working with Lana Lang? Uh, what's going on there? I think that would be really cool to see some sort of touch on that. I'm not expecting a revival of the series or anything like that, although an animated Smallville or something like that would be really cool, or Lois and Clark. But I think touching on them and bringing them into a cross uh, crossover down the line would be really exciting, especially if it, if it is building towards Crisis on, Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, seeing Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher back as Lois and Clark from Lois and Clark would be, would be fantastic. And just to see the different eras of all these heroes, I think that would be really cool. And of course, Smallville. I know there's Tom Welling allegedly didn't want to wear the costume in... Uh, at the end of Smallville, but and I don't think being over forty now he wants to wear a costume. But if he, there's a chance he or some of those characters from Smallville could come back in in some capacity, that would just be an amazing way to tie things in. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself probably. I mean, there's no nothing to really suggest that this could happen other than John Wesley Ship's appearance, which could just be a one off. But I think it opens the door to really cool possibilities, especially from that Superman perspective, where there's all of those all of those characters three series, three different Superman, Superman that could potentially show up, uh, makes it really exciting. And I think even if that doesn't happen, some sort of comic book or 
animated adventures tying those things in to this multiverse and, and showing what those characters have been up to in the years since, basically since their show's canceled uh, or ended would be really neat. I mean, we know a little bit about what Clark Kent from Smallville was up to in 2017 and 2018 from the show showing flash forwards, but uh, I just think that would be fantastic to tie it in. And again, I don't expect anything major from this or any major roles, but it's a fun thing to think about with the way this seems to be playing with the multiverse. But in the meantime, we do have Elseworlds to look forward to. I will be doing something, probably a Superman-specific, Superman and Lois Lane-specific, look back at the crossover on the next episode and what I thought of that. Again, don't know how much they're going to be. There's this extended trailer that they put out where very little, I don't think Superman has any lines. There is, I don't think, I don't even know if Supergirl had any lines, if I remember, and they don't even have any images of Lois Lane. So I don't think that's going to be something that's going to be a big role unless they're just saving them for for the crossover as a nice surprise for some people. And in other TV news, animation, season three of Young Justice is going to debut on January 4th of D, uh, on DC Universe, Young Justice Outsiders as it's being called. So we'll get the furthering adventures of Connor Kent Superboy. Superman's a supporting character on that show. Uh, really good show. I'm excited to see return. But one thing's interesting from the trailer, Damian Wayne appears to be, it looks like Damian Wayne in the in the trailer. And that just made me think maybe John Kent could appear to the new young Superboy, the son of Lois Lane and Clark Kent, because they're similar ages. There's that Super, Super Son series, which is really excellent by Peter Tomasi. He's done excellent work with the John Kent character, as well as the character being in Rebirth. Um, I think that would be really cool uh, because I really like the character. He's, he's a fun character and brings something a little bit different for the young heroes. And so you could bring in a 10 or 11 year old John Kent as a young hero who is part of the team. I guess you would need to give Connor a new name or John would have to use a different name other than Superboy, but Connor could could grow up to be something different. Kind of like the Robins all get a different name when there is a new Robin. I think you could give Connor a new name. Moving on from Superboy, get some variation of that, especially as he gets older. But nothing to suggest John Kent's there, but that would be a really awesome addition. And lastly, I want to do a bit of a recommendation. Sometimes I'll do recommendations about Superman stuff, just stuff to check out or something that we'll likely cover on the podcast in the future. Um, but this one, I'm I'm not going to make a very deep cut on the first episode uh, with some obscure Superman reference. I'm going to make it obvious and make the 1978 Superman movie the recommendation. And that's, like I said, not a deep cut at all, but I think it just makes sense for this first episode to get one of the most well-known interpretations, probably the most well-known interpretation of Superman in a character's 80 years recommend that as the 40th anniversary is coming up on December 15th in the States. That's a, that's the day it came out and that'll be the 40th anniversary. And so I definitely want to do something special for that. Some sort of look back review or retrospective or something on this, on that movie. It is, like I said, 40 years old now, and it still holds up as one of the best superhero films of all time, comic book films of all time. One of my favorite films of all time. And it really set the standard for what we have now. It took a while, but superheroes have become mainstream and superhero films have become the norm. Uh, very, I mean, we're getting them all the time now. And this really set the format, set the formula of what a superhero film could look like. The first serious approach, first big budget serious approach. I know some people think it's it looks funny now, um, but for the time it was a very serious approach. And I think all of that stuff that really works well, and that's why I want to to dive into it. So this is 
something we'll definitely get into. I've been holding out, uh, waiting for the 4K, waiting for closer to the 40th anniversary so I get it, watch it fresh again. And with it being out on 4K now, a new remaster uh, of this film, I've heard it looks great and I have that. I can't wait to check it out and see it. So I'll be doing something special for that soon. So that's all I've got for today. Again, this is the first episode. I'm usually pretty short and to the point, try to be on that. So we're probably not going to have two-hour episodes be the norm or anything like that. Uh, it will just be me a lot of the time, but I will bring on guests from time to time when it makes sense. Uh, some episodes will have guests, some won't. That's how, that's how it'll work when it makes sense. Someone I want to talk to about something or however it fits in, I'll do that. But that's it for now. I'll be back soon talking Elseworlds, Superman and Lois Lane specifically in Elseworlds.